Greetings, I'm Noel Deer, and I welcome you to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter 2, verses 6 through 11. And if you are with us yesterday, you know that we began then to look at the story, the historical account of Jesus' first miracle where he turned water into wine. And we read and, and looked into the first five verses of that account, and we saw that Jesus and his disciples, there were just five at the time, but Jesus and his disciples attended a wedding at Cana. At that wedding was also Mary, the mother of Jesus. Now, during the, uh, during the wedding, during the festivities, they ran out of wine. And we spoke yesterday about the seriousness of that, the significance of that. Well, Mary, the mother of Jesus, brings to Jesus's attention this problem. Now, what is Jesus going to do? That's where we pick up in verse 6. But before we read verse 6, I think it's important to make another observation. John will call this miracle not a miracle, but a sign. In other places in the Bible, in the other Gospels, when Jesus would do something similar to this, it would be called a miracle. John never uses that word. He always calls these signs. What's the difference? Well, a miracle, uh, the Greek word for that is dunamis. It's the word from which we get our English word dynamite. It means a display of power. Well, certainly a miracle is a display of power, but John calls these signs because he's he's reminding us that they stand for more than simply a display of power. These point to a greater truth. They point us to something that's true about Jesus. They point us to some lesson we can learn. They point us to some reason for us to praise and honor the Lord. In the Gospel of John, he gives us seven signs, miracles for sure, but signs of the greatness and the wonder of Jesus, our Messiah. Let's read verse 6. Now, six stone water jars had been set there for Jewish purification. Each contained 20 or 30 gallons. So these water jars were there uh, so that those who attended the wedding festivities could purify themselves. Uh, they could wash themselves. These were also likely used to wash uh, the dishes and the utensils. And so there they were, six of them. Verse 7, fill the jars with water, Jesus told them so that they filled them to the brim. I think that's important. Jesus had them fill these jars, these large stone jars. Jesus had them fill them completely to the brim. Why is that? Well, Jesus wanted it to be clear that nothing had been added to these water jars. It was just water filled all the way to the top. Verse 8, Then he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the head waiter. And they did. The head waiter would have been the one who presided over the banquet. Verse 9 and 10, when the head waiter tasted the water after it had become wine, he did not know where it came from. Though the servants who had drawn the water, they knew. He called the groom and told him, everyone sets out the fine wine first. And then after people are drunk, the inferior wine. 
but you have kept the fine wine until now. Well, that's so interesting. This must have been the best wine anybody had ever uh, consumed. It must have been the sweetest and the freshest wine ever. You know, it's worth noting here, I think, that Jesus' first sign, his first miracle, was at this quiet event that hardly gained any notice, which was his design. His last sign, his last miracle in the Gospel of John was a very public thing. It was a public resurrection of a dead man after a very public funeral. And so this was a, a quiet miracle, but things change as ministry, as Jesus' ministry unfolds. Another interesting note here is to look back to the Old Testament at Moses. Moses was the great leader in the Old Testament, and Moses, God performed a miracle through Moses. The first miracle, the first miracle performed through Moses, uh, one of the plagues, the first plague, was when Moses turned water into blood, and that spoke of God's judgment. Now, Jesus' first miracle is turning water into wine, and it speaks of his grace and the life that he offers. An interesting contrast. Let's, let's read this last verse, verse 11. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee. He revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. So this is the first of seven signs or miracles in the Gospel of John. Now, Jesus performed many more miracles. There are 35 recorded all total in the Gospels, and the Bible says that Jesus did many, many more. Uh, if this was a sign, though, uh, not just a miracle, but it is a sign, then what did this sign point to? Uh, what was the sermon that this sign gives us? Well, it, it revealed, of course, his glory. It tells us that right here in verse 11, he revealed his glory. It also strengthened his disciples. It says in verse 11, he revealed his glories, glory and his disciples believed in him. Now, they already believed in him, but this belief had been, uh, had been strengthened, had been strengthened. It didn't lead to new followers. There were no new followers of Christ after this miracle than before, but it strengthened the followers that he had. But what's the sermon of the miracle? What's the sign? What's the lesson here? Well, there are a few, and I'll share some. Uh, first, when the world's joy runs out and it cannot be regained, the Lord offers a joy that is ever new and ever satisfying. This The wine uh, symbolizes the joy that God offers, this everlasting joy that will never run out. Another sermon, another uh, lesson in the sign is that the water turned into wine in part because the servants cooperated with Jesus and obeyed his commands. Now, Jesus did the miracle all alone, but the miracle was facilitated by the cooperation of the people. And this is common. We'll see this in almost every miracle. Well, in every miracle that we read about in the Gospel of John, uh, God works through his people. And then there's a lesson for the nation of Israel. Uh, their empty and legalistic pursuit of God uh, had run off the rails and it was broken. 
And the Jews were left really with nothing more than six empty water pots. They had no joy. They had no life. The Jewish rituals had become empty water pots. The wine had run out. But Jesus had come, and Jesus was offering a new joy, a new life, a fresh grace and mercy that would fully satisfy and would never end. And he offered that to the Jews of that day, and he offers it to us today. What an encouragement. Friends, thanks for watching or listening today. If you're on YouTube, please take a moment and hit the like and subscribe buttons. That really helps us get the word out. On your favorite podcasting app, search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotions. Further info at noeldeer.com. I hope you have a great day as you endeavor to abide in Christ.